Everybody hates you Everybody wishes that you were dead Cause Peter you suck Peter you suck Peter your music is fucking terrible Peter you suck Peter you suck Peter you don't do anything of value Peter you suck Write some music But instead you sit and write these bullshit songs It's so self-loathing Go see a psychiatrist I hate the psychiatrist Well go see one anyway I don't like the psychiatrist You need to go see one See a psychiatrist I'm not going Yum, yum. It's time for a tasty and refreshing snack. David Crane's Amazing Movie Time. All right. Hello and welcome, everyone, to another installment of David Crane's Amazing Movie Time. Up for discussion, this episode is the 2008 comedy Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um... So if you're unfamiliar with this movie, basically it's about a struggling musician um, who is sort of better known as the boyfriend of a TV star, Sarah Marshall. And uh, she dumps him and he feels lost, dejected and whatnot. So he decides to go on a trip to Hawaii. However, he runs into his ex and her new boyfriend, um, on the island, and in fact, they're staying in the same hotel, which makes his getaway even more uncomfortable. What did you guys think of this film? I guess I thought it was pretty entertaining. Um, I, I had seen this back in, I think, in theaters, actually. Um, I didn't recognize the title, but once I started watching it, I remembered most of it. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it it's one of those, it's a hard movie to classify because it i think it's supposed to just be a comedy right yeah i mean i think it leans more towards that right but i don't know i i feel like it ventures a little bit too deep into the relationship side (laughs) to be completely a comedy to me but overall it was good you could classify this as like a, a chick flick to some extent, but there's definitely like a good amount of comedic gold in there. I think as far as like jokes that are probably not necessarily written for women (laughs) for how dumb they are kind of. Um, but, and there's a lot of good cast of characters in this movie with, uh, Jonah Hill, Paul Rudd, both make pretty good characters. I think at least, but then I think you run into the beginning of one of the most disgusting actors, comedic actors over the next like five to six year run from this film. And that's Russell Brand, who I find not funny. I don't know. Am I the only one who hates him? Not a huge fan he, of him. No, he plays the boyfriend, uh, the, the new boyfriend of Russ or Sarah Marshall. Um, and like, he's, he's not awful in this movie, right? Like he's tolerable. It's, it's, it is what it is. But then it's like, <clears throat> as you got exposed to Russell Brand here, it's like, you were just seeing the same character he played in every movie after this. So it's just kind of like, even going back to this movie now, I'm just kind of disgusted that he's in it. Yeah. I mean, but that's, that's kind of what the character he's supposed to be in this too. Right. It's kind of irritating. 
Yeah. yeah. Except that's how he is in real life. So yeah. He's just kind of himself. He is irritating. <laughs> <laughs> I what genuinely dislike him like, as a person because he's playing himself in this movie. <laughs> I can't even think of anything else he's in, to be honest. Well, he was in the direct sequel to this because doesn't he play like Aldous, yeah, Aldous Snow and he's a musician. So he, the direct spinoff of this was Get Him to the Greek, which also had Jonah Hill. As a different um, character. He plays oh, the same yeah. character. But yeah, Jonah Hill is a different character, but Russell Brand is the same character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and then he was in an Adam Sandler movie, Bedtime Stories. He was in a bunch of other shit that just progressively got worse. But yeah, he's not. I know when I seen him in this, I was like, I seen him in something else too, but I couldn't remember what it was. But that, yeah, get him to the Greek or whatever, because he's the same character. Yeah. And and I kind of agree with you guys. Like I think <clears throat> this movie could have been streamlined quite a bit more. I mean, it's a two-hour runtime. It is funny, but yeah, there are parts that are just like drawn out and feel like they could have been trimmed down. Um, but they, they uh, I, will, I will say like the actors in this movie do a pretty good job of like portraying like just the uncomfortableness and the awkwardness of, <laughs> of being around your ex after you have like a horrible breakup like that is like captured perfectly and like uncomfortably. So <laughs> One I, of the- it's kind of funny. <laughs> One of the funniest ones too is when he's crying on the top floor and she calls the front desk person. She's like, "We have complaints about some lady crying." <laughs> he's like, "Oh yeah, it's above me." <laughs> You're on the top floor. Amazing. Yeah, I like that. I think my favorite part too, like one of my favorite scenes from this movie, is just when he's like on that beach party or whatever with Mila Kunich or however you say her name, and he like runs into that dude from the breakfast. He's like, no, no, we're, we're pals, right? Like, give me the two bottles. And he's just like, I'm off the clock, bro, or whatever. And just like punches him in the face. <laughs> I was like, that's probably how that would actually happen. That's, yeah. that's kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's it definitely toward the, like, obviously the second act or toward the end of the movie there, they make it much more about a relation, you know, ship and romantic comedy, I guess. But. And then at the very end, they flip it on its head and have like that Dracula musical thing, which is just ridiculous. Like, who is that even for? Like, he had to have wrote wrote that because he thought it was funny. It was not for anybody that he thought was going to find this movie (laughs) to watch this movie. Well, and it also makes sense knowing that he's like a massive Muppets fan and like he was responsible for that atrocious like Muppets movie with also starring him later (laughs) on. So, yeah, that's true. He does sing about Muppets. It is, yeah, it is not uh, not something you expect going into a movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I like it quite a bit. It didn't hold up as good as what I remembered it, I guess, but a lot of the good no. jokes are pretty good. Yeah, I will say it's like one of those movies that like, I could see it being somebody's like favorite like comedy, um, but it will always kind of hold up and still be like a worthwhile thing to watch, right? Like if it was on TV or I was bored and wanted to throw it on, like it's it's still worth a laugh. Like it's it's a good film. Yeah. It also kind of feels like one of those movies where like they just use the excuse of like we should film in Hawaii to get a trip to Hawaii out of the deal. It's a very yeah. uh, Happy Madison <laughs> production type move. Yeah, I could see that. 
Like I'm on. I want to go on a vacation. Let's make a movie. <laughs> oh, if you were going to make a movie, you would go somewhere specifically for that, right? I don't would. Make, don't try to make sense here, Justin. There's no, <laughs> there's no room for sensical logic in David Green's movie, movie time. If I was to make a movie, I'd go to Arlington, Texas, for sure. Oh, really? Would you? <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'd go to MGC, so it'd have to be a very short window that we would get this film done. <laughs> Production budget, three days, Milwaukee. The smokehouse is our craft table. <laughs> the whole thing is shot from the craft house like you never make it to the convention yeah uh. it's about one man's struggle to put down smoked meats to get to the games that he loves <laughs> I, I do love how like Jonah Hill is like an Academy Award winning actor now and like Paul Rudd is like good you know, be an Ant-Man, which is going to be a huge movie this summer. Where There's like, a second one? Yeah. Mm. It's coming out pretty soon. And both of them in this movie play just absolute idiots. Yeah, their careers have like really both kind of gone in like completely different directions from where they started. Yeah. Although, I mean, Ant-Man, I guess, is still sort of funny, right? Yeah, it's more of a comedy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite the same comedy as what he plays in this one. As a stoner right. or whatever, but <clears throat> was this before or after I Love You Man? Before, right? Yeah, before. I have not seen is that it one. Really? No. Oh my god, that is so much better than this movie. Really? Okay. You need to sit down. Like that is great. Yeah, you you have to watch that. Sure. Well, maybe not so much better, but it's it's better. <laughs> I think it's funnier than this one. It's sure. good. It's good stuff. <laughs> so you, you've you've not heard any of like, okay. I just want to keep saying slapping the bass over and over again right now, but you wouldn't get what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what would you guys uh, rate this one on uh, the blob scale? I'd probably go a four on it. Yeah, I think I'm right yeah. there with you. Um, I like this movie. You know, I like this movie. I liked it when I saw it. I've seen it a few times since. And, uh, yeah, it's a good flick. Um, I'd go four. It's not my favorite comedy, but it holds up. Yeah, I'm, I'm right at that, too. Four is, is right where this needs to be for me, I think, too. I do feel like it was definitely funnier the first time I saw it. Like, a lot of the stuff that I knew was coming up, it was still funny, but not <laughs> not as funny. And a lot of the, the one-line jabs is what they had. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. But it holds up surprisingly well. All right. So I think um, that will do it for this installment of David Crane's Amazing Movie Time. Uh, for all things Weekend Rental, go to weekendpodcast.com. And uh, as always, be kind, rewind.